Hey everyone, welcome to episode two of The Lo and Zoe Show. Today we are going to be talking all about manifesting more money into your life. Specifically, we're going to be sharing with you three steps that are going to allow you to start manifesting more money now. I'm Lo. And I'm Zoe, and this is The The Lo and Zoe Zoe Show. We're coaches and entrepreneurs who firmly believe that an abundant mind is the key to an abundant life. On this podcast, we're going to be talking everything from how to manifest more money, travel, success in business, and beyond, to overcoming the blocks that are holding you back, to rewiring your brain so you can easily attract whatever it is you want the most in life. If you haven't already, be sure to join us inside our Facebook community, The Queen Mind Tribe, for daily tips, mindset hacks, manifesting tricks, and more that'll allow you to build the confidence you need to manifest the abundant AF life you deserve. Now let's get started. All right, guys. So we are so excited to bring this episode to you today. This is a topic we are both very passionate about because we've come from totally different places than where we are now Mm -hmm. and our own transformations we find very inspiring to ourselves. So we're going to start this episode (laughs) off... I love that. No, it's great. We are so inspiring and that's why we're talking to you guys today. (laughs) But but we actually do have a lot of personal experience. We're leaving that in, by the way. Um, (laughs) Personally, we do have a lot of experience because of where we both came from in terms of what we believed about money and how that was reflected back to us in our realities and then how we have altered that and how the capacity with which we draw money into our lives has really, really shifted. So before we dive into our stories and just talking a little bit about how we personally make money as entrepreneurs and where we came from, we're going to just get very preliminary with you guys here because for some of you, you may not understand what money mindset even means. Or when we talk about manifesting more money, that might still be very, very conceptual to you. So do you want to talk about why money mindset is so important? So yes. So money mindset is so important because when we can pull out the stories that we're holding on to our limiting beliefs about money, bring them to the surface and create new stories for ourselves, we allow for abundance to flow to us because money itself is energy. We want to be able to accept this energy, spend this energy, and not have worries and doubts get in the way. We just want to be an open place for abundance to find us. Yeah, and I think just even making it more simple than that, for people who are maybe newer to manifesting or they, they like I know for me, I never used to understand that money is something that you either attract or you don't. So like Zoe said, everything is energy, money is energy, and that includes our thoughts. And the thoughts that we think are a magnet to us, right? And this is really where we've come from with this podcast. And I'm sure for most of you, this is not news, but just in case it's still something you're wrapping your head around, you have the capacity to attract any amount of money that you want. And it's about aligning your thoughts with it. So if you want to make a million dollars, you need to think and have the money mindset of someone who is making a million dollars, if that makes sense. Yes. You need to have that confidence to know that it's inevitable that the money is going to find you. If it's that million dollars that's going to find you by the end of the year in some way. Yes. And so essentially having a healthy money mindset is about identifying where you are blocking that abundance with the thoughts that you think. So someone who is attracting lots and lots of money, they don't have thoughts of lack about money. They don't have thoughts of, you know, not enough. They don't have thoughts about guilt around money. Um, And that's essentially why it flows. And actually yesterday I was at a Bob Proctor event and he said, money comes where it's invited and it stays where it's welcome. And I just thought that was like so simple, but it's true. It, it's, it comes to where it feels invited and stays where it's welcome to stay. So we have to start letting go of the anxiety that we have around money, the um, guilt, the shame almost around having money, really start identifying where it is that we are holding ourselves away from the vibration of money. 
And you guys might be sitting there wondering, well, how am I not welcoming money into my yeah. life? I want money. I want, want, want. But it is comes down to the fact that you may be holding on to limiting beliefs or stories within yourself that are ingrained from your childhood. So for example, if money wasn't easily come by when you were younger, you might think, oh, it's really difficult to get money, to hold on to money. If I get money, I must have to save it yeah. because it's going to leave me. Yeah. So these types of trends that mostly come from our childhood, and it's about us releasing them and inviting a new story into our life exactly what Laura said something that's going to welcome money and it's going to stay and it's going to abundantly flow just like energy just like air just like water yeah and um, we're gonna give you guys our top three tips on how to make this happen for yourself because it, it definitely is something that is easier said than done we've all had an entire lifetime of essentially programming our brains around money and it is something that we can overwrite but it takes a bit of knowledge it takes a bit of practice so before we dive into that we want to share with you guys just how our money story and money reality has changed through leaving jobs, um, becoming very aware and intentionally changing the way that we think and feel about money so that more of it can uh, find us and and flow into our experience. So, Zoe, do you want to talk a little bit about uh, where you came from in terms of your nine to five and what has shifted for you? Yeah, definitely. So I guess it was about four years ago that I actually left my nine to five job here in Toronto. I was in corporate marketing and I just really wasn't happy. I wasn't making that much money, I would say, because as an entry level or just shortly after that, it's really hard to make those big money leaps. And I was working so hard. I was working longer than I was being paid for each day and I just wasn't being compensated for that and it caused me to be very resentful. It caused me to be burned out as well and I knew I had to make a change and if you guys are familiar with my story, you know that I quit my job and I spontaneously moved to Rome, which was the plan for one year, but it ended up being three and I took the leap of faith for myself just for a personal happiness point. But what I realized was the moment that I let go of this idea that I had to work a nine to five job to make a stable income, a large income, I shed that as I lived in Rome and I was an au pair to start off, but I also attracted a publisher to me and got myself a book deal. My YouTube channel grew and I was making money that way. I attracted freelance marketing clients the second I announced that I had left my job. So it was like the universe in itself was trying to show me that there's a different way. There's a different possibility. You do not have to work in a nine to five job if it is not for you. And along the way, I was shedding these beliefs that I had to work really hard to make money, that money wasn't going to find me because all of these stories just got interrupted by sponsorship invitations or signing the publishing contract, I realized that there are so many options available out there to make money. And it's up to me to be open for those things to find me. Yeah, essentially, like what you're getting at there is that you shifted your paradigm. Yes. Like you, you know, had a nine to five, and that was how you made money. And that was how you knew to make money. And as soon as you decided that that wasn't what you wanted anymore, new opportunities began flooding to you because you shifted out of a paradigm that was very limited in terms of how money could find you, right? Exactly. So if you guys have ever read The 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss, this is something that really inspired me to not only take leap of faith to Italy, but just to understand that there are other ways where you can make a maximum amount of money in a minimal time and actually do something that you're passionate about. Mm-hmm. And be rewarded for it through money. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But those those changes will only happen when you start to change the way that you think about making money. And it's interesting because um, my story is was also inspired by the 4-Hour Workweek. It was the first book that I ever read in regards to entrepreneurship. It was I'd never considered entrepreneurship 
relationship before that, but I was just very drawn to this book. Someone recommended it. And actually, within a, a few days of me reading that book, I someone reached out to me. And um, long story short, I actually started a network marketing business, which was not really the path for me, but it opened me up to the possibility of making money in other ways. And that's when things started shifting. I shortly thereafter had um, my first business, which was quite successful for me. And uh, yeah, we want to talk a little bit about how just where we were. So for me, I was uh, a teacher making, you know, not a like now it really seems <laughs> like not a lot of income in, in yeah. comparison to what I do now and how much I make now. Um, but yeah, I was a teacher working nine to five, working a lot, working long hours, um, doing a lot of like work on the side. And I had a very limited, like, I really thought this is all there really is for you. This is, this is all I'm really capable of in terms of making money, right? It's like, I had a lot of, um, limiting beliefs about just my ability to make money personally. And, um, now as a coach, as an entrepreneur, I have tripled that on average, I would say per month. And I definitely work a lot less (laughs) than I used to. And this has all been a result of me shifting my expectations around what's possible in terms of making money. Yes, exactly. And with that being said, a lot of us hold this belief that you have to work hard, but you also don't enjoy work. Like work is not something Mm -hmm. that's fun. Yeah. But upon reading like the four hour work week or reading more books on entrepreneurship or seeing what's possible, then you are able to shed and understand that I can have fun, I can do what I'm passionate about, and it can make me money. So the more that you can step into this place, the universe will show up and reward you. Yes, absolutely. And the more you lately, like my program that I'm running in my head that I'm like working to actually (laughs) believe for myself is the less I work, the more I make or the more fun I have, the more I make because I actually really like working. But I I want it to be fun. And I want to make more money as a result of having more fun. And, And so long as I believe that, that I have that association between those two opportunities manifest for me to actually have that see that come to fruition um, and quite quickly too that's the crazy part so uh, we wanted to just very quickly talk on how Zoe and I each make money because I know that we have a lot of entrepreneurs listening and I know for me like I used to be very interested in learning how people were making their money as entrepreneurs like wondering what that actually looked like so um, for me I like I said I'm a business coach like I said last episode. And uh, I launch programs. I have a one-on-one coaching program. I have a couple of different sort of like membership type things. Um, But mostly I launch group programs and then my one-on-one is sort of um, just on the side of that really. But yeah, I I help entrepreneurs and business owners to gain the mindset and the marketing tools needed. And that's really where my money is coming from at this point. These people are like all over the world for me and it's all done online. So that's just what my business looks like. Yes. And for me, I am also a coach. I am more specifically a life coach. So I take on -on one-on-one clients and I also have some programs. I'm also a YouTuber. So that brings in monetization money from Google AdSense and also sponsorships from various partners that I might work with. I'm also a published author. So I do make royalties from my books And I am as well a freelance digital marketer still. So I have a few clients that I work on different marketing projects with and on a monthly basis. 
Yeah, Zoe's sort of like the jack of all trades in terms of (laughs) online entrepreneur. I absolutely love it because you're just showing like how many ways money can flow to you once you open yourself up to it, right? Yes, exactly. And I really love the concept of magical money. So there is actually a mantra that I have on my door that just says magical money finds me because I'm open to money coming from multiple different places and not just the places that I just listened to you guys. Yeah, yeah, and you do. (laughs) But the point that we're making is like you're going to attract money in whatever capacity you are essentially radiating in your, you know, in your energy, in your beliefs. So Zoe believes that money finds her in magical ways. I am working on believing that the less I work, the more I make. And these things are being reflected to us back, uh, back to us in our realities, but only once we actually start to believe that through repetition, which is what we talked about in episode number one. So we wanted to give you guys three steps to um, starting to just improve your money mindset. And if you're not an entrepreneur, that's totally okay there are so many ways that money can find you and you don't need to feel like you're limited. If you have a job, you know, there might be ways that you're able to save money. There might be opportunities coming to you through work or potential for some sort of side hustle that you might not even know about yet. But when you set an intention for more money, it will find you so long as you believe it and you let go of the how or you let go of the limiting beliefs about like, well, I'm not an entrepreneur and so it's not going to happen, right? So We're going to give you guys these three steps to manifesting more money 101. And this kind of is the basics, but the simpler you keep it, like these are the things that we do in order to keep making more money and up-leveling our money mindset. And, you know, it's really just about understanding these steps and continuing to practice these uh, steps, the repetition that we're going to be talking about. Yeah. So first things first is you need to uncover what do you believe to be true about money? And as we mentioned earlier, some of these beliefs are just quite shocking because you might be sitting there being like, I want more money in my life. So how am I repelling it? Well, what are these deep ingrained stories that you may be holding on to in regards to money? So maybe that is working hard to get money. Maybe that is you have to be in a nine to five to make money. Maybe that is money is hard to come by. Anything like that. You need to strip those stories out and reframe them into something new and something more positive and inviting to money. Imagine speaking to money like it is your friend. So if you're like, I want you, I want you, I want you, what are you providing then for the money? So if you want a new story, it could look something like money flows to me effortlessly and easily. I pay my bills with ease. Any of these types of mantras you can use and apply to your own life and just start re- repeating them to yourself until it becomes true. Yeah. And I think, um, most of us, our limiting beliefs about money come from, a lot of the time, come from our upbringing. So if you're not sure what your stories are about money, look at what you observed growing up, what you heard your parents or your family or those who were close to you repeatedly say when it came to money. Were they fighting over it? Were they, you know, always worried about running out of money, that there wasn't enough money? Um, That is almost always where the scarcity mindset comes from for each of us. So yeah, just looking at, that's sort of the, the best way to start identifying what your limiting beliefs are, what your stories are about money is looking at what you observed growing up or what your parents, I know for me, like I love my parents dearly, but they still um, often talk about scarcity in money or, or just worrying about spending money. And uh, so that was something that I really had to, I mean, I still am working through it in terms of spending money and trusting that it's coming back to me and not seeing my money as like, okay, I have this many dollars. And if I spend a hundred dollars, then I have a hundred dollars less. Right. And, and instead seeing it as this constant flow of money that, you know, you're able to tap into. So I don't know. Is there a story that you used to have about money, Zoe, that you've let go of? I think it's just like things are expensive, like things Mm. that you might want are expensive. And so that's 
something that I feel like I brought up from my childhood, as well as the fact that work is not enjoyable to some extent. Work is stressful. Work Mm. is this. Work is that. And so I explained to you guys how I shed that when I took the leap of faith. But I think for me, more so the relationship with money is that, you know, life is expensive. Mm. And by saying that it's expensive, it's implying that perhaps there is not enough money. So it is that abundance versus lack, which gets us into point two, which is focus more on abundance versus the lack in your life. Yeah. So step one was about identifying what the stories are you have about money. Step two is about identifying what you are observing about it in your current reality. Right. Um, So do you want to expand a little bit on that in terms of like lack versus abundance? Yeah. So for example, like I mentioned, if things are expensive, it's about spending money from a place that you know that it's going to come back for you because you're focusing that I have so much in my life that my energy is abundant. So if I'm spending my abundant energy, as we spoke, money is energy. If we're spending it, it's going to come back. Yeah. And I also think too, it's like if you're setting the intention for more money in your life, you have to start aligning with more money before it's going to come to you. So something like Zoe and I do is we often talk about the abundance that's flowing our way. We're just always speaking about the money that we want instead of the money that we have. Right? Yes. And you guys can just start doing this today. Yeah. It doesn't matter what's in your bank account right now. Just speak about all the abundance that you do have in your life. It doesn't just have to be about money, but just start focusing on how much richness is around you Mm -hmm. right now. Maybe it's the apartment that you live in. You're very proud of how you've decorated it. Maybe it's a holiday that you're planning or have gone on. Just start focusing on things to you that represent abundance. Abundance attracts abundance. Yeah, absolutely. And often it's more effective to actually focus on something else rather than the money itself. And actually, we were talking about creating an affirmation for yourself that represents the money that's coming to you. So that could be something like every time I spend money, it comes back to me tenfold or there's always more where that came from or something like that. But one thing that I often recommend to people is to have an affirmation, especially if you're in a lot of scarcity about money and you're really struggling and you don't have the money that you need to even be paying your bills and things like that. Instead, have an affirmation about, you know, things are always working out for me or I'm going to be okay no matter what. The universe has my back. Like something that's more general that puts you back into that place of trust. So choosing an affirmation that you really want to be true for you and then just committing to it. Exactly. And then with that being said, ask yourself the question, When have you ever run out of money Mm. and the worst case scenario happened? The universe will always provide for you. You guys know that. You can probably recognize a time in your life when maybe you're a university student and you spend too much money going out and you're like, how am I going to pay rent? And then somehow somebody gave you a big tip at the restaurant, something like that. But it always seems to work out. Yeah. I'm sure you can relate to this. And that really goes into our third point, which is finding trust that there will always be enough money because so much of our inability to manifest more money comes from worry, comes from worrying about running out of it. And I think that we've all had this experience many times of worrying that we're going to run out of money. And the crazy thing is, is that if you really look, you know, have you ever run out of money to the point where you were homeless or, you know, something really, really terrible happened? Or have you always come through those hard times and realized that the thing you were so worried about either didn't end up happening or if it did, it wasn't the end of the world, right? Exactly. And if you want money to come to you, it's exactly that. You have to trust in it, just like you would trust in a friend. Yes. You're not going to chase after your friend. I want you. I want you. I need you. I need you. You just want to be able to know that you are abundant and you will provide value to this money. Shall it come across your path? The money wants to be spent. It wants to flow through you. There's no need to just like have this 
tight grasp on it, this chokehold on it, because if you are acting in that way, it's a scarcity mindset. It's lack. Yeah, absolutely. And for me, I know like cultivating this trust has been, especially over the last few months, has been such a huge turning point where I finally realized like I'm still in worry about money. Even when I'm making way more, I still have this worry about money. And it's always in this worry that I'm going to run out. But I cannot remember the last time, if ever, that I actually ran out of money and didn't have something work out for me. Right. So I just got to the point where I started affirming I always have the money that I need. I always have more than what I need. And when I found evidence for that in my life, which I had lots of, I was able to start building on that trust and going, the universe always provides and I'm always able to pay all my bills and more. And the more that I started building on that trust and that story, the more it has continued to be true for me in my life. And even in just the last couple of months, I've gone from this place of just really not worrying about money and knowing that it's going to show up and letting myself spend on things that I want to spend and trusting that it's a flow that keeps on coming. Exactly. And I think one story that Laura and I can both talk about in the past few months is we both moved into these incredible apartments Mm -hmm. that it's just so amazing how we found them and how they manifest in that process. But we both moved into these places (laughs) and we're taking on a much larger portion of rent than we had ever done before. And so with that, of course, we felt some limiting beliefs come in, but we chose to identify our stories right away and strip them off and work on our abundance mindset and Since then, it's been effortless and easy to pay all the bills. Yes, exactly. But we definitely, even just a couple months ago, both had um, just times where we were going, you know, that we're paying a lot of rent. Like, what if this doesn't work out? And (laughs) we both were kind of going through that at the same time. And we've both come through that going, no, we always have everything that we need. And really programming that in through repetition. Because we were, I mean, I remember having a day here with you where you were quite stressed out about money. And we all, like, I still expect to go back into that at some point. Like, we all, you know, this is how the process of up-leveling goes, is it's two step forward and one step back. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, you know, it's not saying that we don't, we didn't have the money. It was just saying we were still stuck in old patterns of worry. But we have both in the last couple of months come so far in terms of just trusting that the money is here for us. And it just continues to be. And that just gets easier and easier. So I think that's the fastest way to start manifesting more money quickly is to find a place of trust and then look for evidence in your life that says it is safe to do that. So just to quickly recap you guys, step one is to identify your stories and beliefs about money. And often you can identify these by looking into your childhood and your upbringing and noticing what the stories or the feelings were around money. And then asking yourself if they're actually true. Yes. Right? And finding, reframing them and finding evidence for the reframed belief. Yes. And step two is to focus on abundance versus lack. And this is something you can start practicing right now. And this will start to show up in your life Mm -hmm. almost immediately. I can guarantee that. Yeah. It's actually crazy. Yeah. <laughs> How simple it is. Like once you start seeing the money come in, you're like, wow, I've been so in such resistant. A, yeah, so resistant for so long. And all I had to do was let go a little bit. Right? Yeah. Let go, be open to the magical money. And then yeah. that leads us to step three, which is just trust. You've never found yourself homeless. I'm if you're sure. listening to this. Yeah. <laughs> if you're listening to this, you've never found yourself homeless. <laughs> and the money always showed up. The universe always delivered. It yes. always had your back. So just trust the universe. It wants you to trust it. It wants to be able to provide for you. So just stop the resistance. Yeah. And from that place, after implementing those three steps, you're able to keep building and keep up leveling. And before you know it, 
you'll still be going through these steps, but you won't be kind of at that place where at the end of the month, you don't have any money in your, like you'll have a new energetic minimum. Yes. Right. Yeah. So that's really what we want for you guys. So we hope that you enjoyed episode number two and uh, thanks so much for listening. Anything else to say, Zoe? No, all okay. good. Just manifest all the abundance. Yeah, you guys, you guys deserve it. <laughs> okay. Bye guys. Bye. Thank you guys so much for spending a piece of your day with us and tuning into the Low and Zo Show. If you enjoyed this episode, please take the time to rate it and share on social media. Be sure to tag us. Until next time, stay abundant. Stay abundant.